Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Target! Free Shavaka do! What y'all get for number 12? I got 18. I got 9.5. I got Abraham Lincoln. There is only one thing worse than a rapist. Boom. A child. No. Joey, did you eat my sandwich? I am your sandwich. Good mythical morning! Shut up! I'm currently eating sushi. It's very yummy. No. I guess I'm just too tough to cry. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Hello, and welcome to this next episode of Internet Exposition. We got some um, interesting topics today. Um... Before we get into that, though, I had, like, a little story to tell. Um, I meant to record this earlier, because, but the problem was is I wanted up My schedule got all jacked up over the weekend because I work on weekends, but I got Saturday off, and then um, it caused... I winded up going to bed way too late, and then I was late for work on Sunday, and... Uh, and the, but yeah, then um, it caused me to be late coming home, um, and I, it took me forever to go to bed last night, and then I winded up sleeping in late, so it's like, my sleep schedule is, like I said, all over the place. I intended to wake up at like 8 o'clock this morning, but I winded up not going to bed until like freaking... I don't know, like freaking noon or uh, going to bed until like two and then it caused me to wake up at like noon. So I woke up like several hours later. I literally slept for like almost 10 hours last night, but it is what it is. So, but yeah, let's, um, so anyway, that's why, you know, this is starting a little bit later in the day because normally on Mondays, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I usually record these much earlier. And then on Thursdays and Fridays, since I have to work, I usually record them later because I wake up later in the day on purpose because I have to go into work that night. Um, but yeah, uh, normally this first segment, we usually do rate your selfie, but I don't have any selfies today to rate, so we will be skipping that part. <laughs> but I do have a new uh, section of the show that I will be doing for now on, or I'm going to do a trial for this week, and then if I like it or if it seems... Okay, there we go. If I like it and if it seems to um, work well, I'll continue on with it. But I'm going to do a news segment. Like, not any kind of news, though. It won't be news about pop culture or politics or anything like that. It will be news, um, internet news, news about the internet. So, like social media, all that good stuff. Memes, things like that. But here's the article I have today is um, a meme gold rush classic... Uh, and this is from uh, M MSN or NBC, um, uh, NBCnews.com. It says a mean gold a meme gold rush. Classic viral images are selling as NFTs for thousands of dollars. In the past, um, monetizing a meme was nearly impossible for its creator. NFTs. Well, that's actually not 
entirely true. It, the keyword is it does say nearly impossible, but I'll explain that at the end of the post. There are ways you could monetize your memes, but we'll get to that. Um, change that leading to its meme gold rush, experts say. Um, a slew of memes have recently been made into NFTs. They include um, Lena Morris, overly attached girlfriend, uh, Tabitha Bun, I can't pronounce her last name, Grumpy Cat, Kyle Cravens, Bad Luck Brian, uh, Lanny's Grinner's Success Kid, and uh, Chris Torres's Neon Cat, and Zoe. Zoe Ross, uh, Disaster Girl. The image of Zoe Roth, her small face, grinning, somewhat amious, anomalous, I cannot seem to speak today, uh, amulously at the camera while her, uh, firefighters work to save a burning home behind her. Has made rounds on the rounds rounds online for years. The image of Roth taking the 2005 near a planned and controlled burn become an iconic meme known as Disaster Girl. Now, 16 years after the image was snapped, Disaster Girl has made Roth 21 roughly uh, $430,000, so almost a half a million. Like Roth, the uh, influx and viral celebrities featured the classic memes have uh, minted and sold their images as NFTs or non-fungible uh, uh, fungible tokens. I'm... Since the beginning of the year, memes have had kind of NFT's gold rush, experts say. It's been really fascinating to watch how the gold rush has happened. Since Don Caldwell, uh, editor-in-chief of the meme catalog and research website, Know Your Meme, as far as it goes with becoming a meme, it's very difficult to monetize that. Again, not entirely true, but we'll get to that. Oh crap, I just clicked on something. Now it's freaking... Hold on. Okay. Um. Now where was I? I lost my place. Monetize that. Okay, we've spoken to uh, numerous people who have become memes and have had a lot of difficulty making money off their creations. NFTs work as a sort of certificate of the authenticity authenticity rather than the NFT's owner holding a sheet of paper and that states a work's authenticity. The NFT is strong and unique characters. Those characters are connected to blockchain, a group of computers that act as a digital leader. The no one computer can no one can no one computer can change the same concept powers uh, cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, but whereouts Bitcoin are Bitcoins are essentially the same. NFTs are non-fundable or unique. Roth is part of the unique club of a of people who went viral by accident were launched to massive digital fame, these meme stars have had their face plastered across the internet. 
used to in ways to convey reactions or emotions and relative uh, anomaly uh, despite their fame a casual internet user like doesn't know Roth's name or that she's disaster girl the unique type of fame uh, usually offered little in the way of financial upside down to its objectives the nfts explode in recent months as nfts went mainstream with artists sports league celebrities and many others jumping into the market meme creators declared to get in on their action staples and traditional internet memes like uh, bad luck brian whose real name is kyle craven uh, overly attached girlfriend whose real name is Lena Morris and Success Kid, a photography taken by Lindsay Grinner her, of her son Sam, have all the, sold the recent months as NFTs. Ross sold her image as an NFT in April 17th for her uh, 180, either the cryptocurrency recorded to Bit, uh, or excuse me, blockchain. Uh, and equals roughly 2,000... Oh. the heck? I lost my place. My thing just jumped all around. Um, where was I? Oh, there it is. Roughly 2,200 per unit, according to which uh, market watch... In early April, Moore sold her overly attached girlfriend meme for about $411,000. In March, uh, Craven sold Bad Luck Brian for around $36,000. The mean, uh, meme NFTs do not imply the meme creator nor the buyer owns the meme, like the copyright therefore cannot prevent the spread use of the meme, according to Decrypt a website that covers cryptocurrency. The NFT is more like a digital autograph from the meme creator. Decrypt reported certifying the authenticity similar to an autographed baseball card. Hmm. Experts say that and declare to purchase memes as NFTs is the same as buying an original piece of art rather than recreation or reprint. The NFT acts as a sort of certificate of authenticity and interest in buying uh, minted NFTs as given the some may consider the dead meme a meme that was once popular but has since lost its stature a second life. The reason that we're talking about nfts is the is that why is because that people who spent millions of dollars in these works and therefore because there is a lot of money involved the spotlight comes on them said shane tilton associate professor of multimedia journalism at ohio northern university and author of the upcoming book meme life it basically gave meme creators a chance to re-promote their work because now they spot the spotlight stage show their work, either a new audience or an audience that had forgotten. Caldwell said that the origins of the meme NFTs can be traced back to 2018, which Peter Kell brought a NFT meme known as Homer Peppy Peppy. Pepe? a piece of crypto art that looks like a 
a I don't know what that word is of internet meme peep the frog and Homer Simpson from the Simpsons uh, Kelp uh, purchased a rare peep that is well known for approximately 39,000 according to know your meme earlier this year Kel resold the NFT for approximately 3,000 112 or 312,000 jeez I can't read know your meme reported <laughs> um this year is when we really saw the NFTs in general explode and with that came meme creators selling their memes Caldwell said although a slew of notable memes that sold the NFTs Caldwell said that person who arguably kicked off the recent gold rush was Chris Torrens, the creator of pixel art, Neon Cat, um, a cat with a Pop-Tart body running ahead of a rainbow uh, trail who sold the creation for roughly uh, $580,000, according to the New York Times. Um, all these... Oh. All these memes creators begin minting their NFTs on Marketplace called Foundation, which is one more popular, one of the more popular ones of these creators. Coldwell said, "The Torrents was friends and uh, with many of meme creators." Coldwell said they advertised others on selling their creations of NFTs. Coldwell said that for now, established years of old memes. Some of the most demand among NFT buyers. He added that he wouldn't be surprised if they, the newer memes try to mint their creations as NFTs cash in on the windfall. So far, we've mostly seen these established memes that are iconic and have been around for a decade or more. That's who's paved the way so far. But I wouldn't be surprised if newer memes and newer meme creators started having success mounting their nfts he said it's all kind of up in it's all kind of up in the air though so that's an uh, interesting article there so um they're basically talking about um which that's just a, in a nutshell kind of what's if i can get back to my place here in a nutshell um Okay, what's going on? Uh, my phone just keeps jacking up on me. Um, in a nutshell, they're basically talking about um, there's now ways you can essentially sell your memes if you uh, own the rights to them. And so they're, it's not perfected yet, but they're still kind of working on the concept because before people would create these memes, but there was really no way to make any money off them. Because um, it's kind of like if memes when they originally started or when they got popular, it's a little bit of a debate on when memes actually got started. It depends on what you define as a meme. But um, when memes originally got popular, there was people didn't really weren't really looking for ways to make money off them. People were just doing them for fun. It's kind of like when the internet first got really popular and people everybody kept trying to create these websites. 
people, everybody was creating websites back in the day. I remember when it was a big thing, but people didn't create them to try to make money off of them. People were just making them for fun. And then it came, you know, after the fun kind of wears off, then people start trying to think of ways to make money off this stuff. So then people were like, well, how do we make money off websites? So that's when ads came in or when people started selling their own stuff on websites and stuff like that. So now everybody wants to make money on websites. No one makes, hardly anybody makes websites for fun anymore. Um, so, um, and then the same thing when YouTube came along, a lot of people all, you know, when YouTube first started, people were making YouTube channels. They were just doing it for fun. They weren't looking for ways to try to make money off of it because there weren't hardly any ways to really make money off of it. Um, but nowadays everybody wants to make a YouTube channel to try to make money off of it. They're not really doing it for fun, or at least most people, some people still do it for fun, but I would say about a good 80% of the YouTubers out there that do YouTube, they're, they're trying to make money off of it. That's their, uh, one of their main goals. And, um, but now we're in this meme stage where we're kind of gone past the newness of memes or the popularity of it has kind of worn off and the fun part of it. Now people are looking for ways to make money off their memes. So they were like, I don't want to just create memes for fun anymore. Now I want to create these memes to try to make money off of them. So these companies are looking for ways to make that happen. But it's actually not entirely true that it's nearly impossible to make money off memes. There are ways to make money off memes. Um, I've actually been trying to come up with ways to create my own memes because I have this segment of my show called Memetastic and, uh, where I'm essentially just reading off memes offline. But I'm eventually, I'm eventually wanting to break off of that and start creating my own memes uh, for my podcast. And um, and so if I did that, they would be part of my podcast. So if people were to ever play them somewhere else, they would know the source of them. The problem with memes is most people, there's not really any signature or source to them to where it's hard for people to trace back to who originally started the original meme. You know, when a meme is created, there's, like I said, most people don't put like their signature on there, but even if they did, they're easy to take off. And um, um, so they get plastered all over Instagram, all over, uh, you know, Pinterest or all over the internet on YouTube and everything. And people can just use them all over the place, and that's part of the problem. That's why people are. That's why they're figuring out ways to sell their memes instead of just, you know, trying to copyright them or you know make money off of them directly. They're making more, um, you know. So that's that's the biggest problem with memes. But if you could figure out a way to attach a um, your own voice to the meme to where people couldn't mimic it maybe it quite as easy which is what i'm going to try to do like i said it's going to take some time to work on it but um yeah. excuse me <laughs> if i could figure out a way to attach my own like audio audible type meme with my own voice on there someone would actually have to actually recreate the meme in order to not have my voice attached to it so it would be much much harder to um um know where the meme you know it would be much easier to trace the meme back to its source versus um 
some things because a lot of people's faces they get on the memes they're usually anonymous people don't know who they are so it's harder to trace back to the who the original person was who created the meme or where the meme started but sometimes every once in a while you'll see a meme that has someone more well known on the internet on there or someone you know like an actor or something so we were like okay well we know where that meme you know comes from we may not know who created it but we know where it comes from um and so, or if it's a SpongeBob meme or something, like we're like, okay, well, we know where that comes from, even if we don't know exactly who created it. Um, but I, you know, like I said, I'm trying to figure out a way to create memes where they're fully mine, and it's mu- it, it'll be much harder for people to spread it without knowing where it came from. I want people to spread them. I hope, and I hope that people do spread them around and play them on YouTube and other forms of media, but. I just want to figure out a way to where they know where the source came from so they know where these memes are coming from. But like I said, I'm still working on them. But there are lots of, even if you didn't do audible memes, you did pictorial memes or video memes. There are ways to try to make money off of them. Like I said, you could create your own memes and then do meme video um, collages or you could do like, memes and then post them on your website and try to put ads on your website there are ways to do it i'm not saying it's not going to be easy for people other people to come along and take those memes and kind of try to you know claim them as their own or spread them around without really sharing the source but i'm not saying that's not going to happen but there are ways that you can do that so still make money off of them without having to really directly sell them but yeah that's um that's the news article so let's speaking of memes let's move on to meme tastic so this first one uh we got is uh congratulations someone posted this on a um, rating one of ea's uh games they said congratulations ea you have earned one star additional stars can be bought for 549 each <laughs> Well, 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 how the tables have turned. Uh, Yeah, Um, or turntables. I'm sorry, because that's a quote from The Office. And um, so we have um, the next one is uh, me drinks a milkshake. My lactose intolerance for the fourth time this week. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? You know, obviously quoting from SpongeBob. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I, I can definitely relate to that because when I was, I'm not lactose intolerant anymore, but when I was a kid, I was. And um, I, um, any, but I, it would never fail. I would still break down and like eat stuff with cheese in it or. Uh, or ice cream or something like that. And it's just like, I was like, I can't help it. They just taste too good, you know. But it's just like, but yeah, I totally understand. It's like, because, yeah, that's how, um, that's how people, you know, that's how it is. It's it's hard when you live in a world. Is It was even harder for me as a kid because at least nowadays we live in a world where it seems like a lot of people are lactose intolerant or they're just more aware of the fact that they're lactose intolerant. But like when I was a kid, when I would explain lactose intolerant to other people, half the people uh, didn't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> they would uh, be like, well, lactose intolerant, what's that? And I was like, it means that my stomach can't really digest milk. So so it just kind of pushes it through my body, you know, and it causes problems, you know, in the basement area. 
And they're like, oh, well, that's weird. Why don't you just eat it and then go to the bathroom? I'm like, because it's not that simple. What if I'm on a, if I'm in a place that it's not as easy as assess, you know, the bathroom's not very accessible. And it, and it was like, but yeah, it's like, uh, but as I got older, luckily I grew out of that. Because they say your body changes like every like seven years or whatever like that. And I guess that's what happened because I noticed as I got older. I think when I was around 18 years old is when I noticed that milk didn't bother me at all anymore. So I, like I said, I can drink milk and it doesn't bother me. But when I was a kid, that wasn't the case. <sighs> um, all right, the next meme is sign, no masks, no service. <laughs> Karen's. Hello, boy. <laughs> Wrap up those fries, because I am sure hungry. Yeah. Uh, Fred the fish. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, means for the day. Yeah, that's how it is. I just, I don't understand people's logic when it comes to just fighting against, um, you know, not wearing a mask in a restaurant. I'm like, look, if you want to go to that restaurant, you, you just, you're going to have to follow the rules. That's like walking into a restaurant and just going in there without a shirt on and, and sitting there, you know, and they say, sir, if you're going to come in here and eat, you got to have a shirt on. And it's like, why? And I was like, because we said so, okay? We don't want people coming in here without their shirt on. And it's like, okay, that's our restaurant rules. So same thing with the mask. It's like you complain about it, and it's just like, well, because we don't want people coming in here without a mask, okay? That's our rules. This is private property. If you want to come on this property, you're going to have to follow our rules. So, But anyway, that's meme-tastic. And uh, let's move on to our next segment, which is uh, video sharing catch-up. Um, but before we get to that, you know the drill here. We got to uh, give some birthday shout-outs. You know, today is uh, May the 10th. So we let's we got to look at May the tenth. I think I forgot to mention that at the beginning of the podcast, May the tenth. It's Monday, uh, but we got to do some May the tenth YouTuber um, birthday shoutouts. So um, the first one is uh, if I can rainbowed. Um, his real name is uh, Taver Patterson. I think I'm. <laughs> pronouncing that right he's turning 20 today uh better known uh, better known as rainbowed um and his american minecraft he's american minecraft youtuber that has gained popularity over the old blockman go videos the more popular videos among his channel are blockman go egg wars videos uh rainbowed was also known as mc P-E-T-P-X, but made a new channel about two years ago. Rainbow was also denied the high pixel YouTube rank, even though he surpassed 30,000 uh, 30, subscribers. Uh, Rainbow was born May 10th, 2001. He currently lives in the state of California, and he graduated from high school. So happy birthday, Rainbow. The next birthday is um, Call Me Carson. Uh, he is turning 22 today. Uh, his real name is Carson King, better known as Call Me Carson. Uh, American, he's American YouTuber, comedian, Twitch streamer, and gamer who creates videos with his friends, typically uh, recorded themselves on Discord or in a video game such as Minecraft, he also is the founder of uh, founder of the YouTube channel The Launch Club and a clothing company, uh, Pool Hall. 
So happy birthday, call me Carson or Carson King. Uh, the next one we got CG5. Um, his real name is Charles Duncan. Um, he is turning 21 today, better known as the CG5. He is a singer, songwriter, musician, producer, creates original songs, remixes, covers based upon video games, viral memes, television shows, original concepts, and more. So happy birthday, CG5. Uh, we got Martinez twins. It's I yeah. It's their obviously it's both of their birthdays today. <laughs> I almost said I guess it's both of their birthdays today. I'm like, well, duh, they're twins. Uh, anyway, uh, blonde moment. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ivan and Emilio Martinez. Uh, they're both turning 22 today. Better known as the online, online as the Martinez twins. Uh, born in California. Uh. Spain, California. Oh, I'm sorry, Catalonia, Spain. I thought it said California, Spain. For Sam, like, there's a town and there's a city in Spain known as California, but no, Catalonia. Uh, better live, but they currently live in Los Angeles, California, United States. They were best known for being part of Jake Paul's team, Ten Group. After leaving Team Ten, they focused on their own YouTube channel, where they uh, post. Uh, mostly vlogs, pranks, and music. But yeah, that's a uh, happy birthday to the Martinez twins. Uh, the next one we got is Cypher PK. Um, uh, Ali Hassan, he's turning 25 today. Um, he is a professional streamer, content creator on YouTube and Twitch. He is well known for his educational Fortnite gameplay tips and tricks. Cypher has been well known for his high kill gameplays in Fortnite, uh, among with collaborations with other big YouTubers and Twitch streamers. He has been married to his wife uh, for three years. Cypher streams about five times a week, taking one off the day, one content day, or con on content day. His records, Fortnite, Minecraft videos, off stream his streams usually start around 12 p.m cst depending on his fortnite updates if or if something comes up so happy birthday um cypher pk um the last one we have is um hybrid la librarian um uh, Kevin, his real name is Kevin Corkin. I have no idea how to pronounce that last name. He's turned 40 today, better known as Hybrid Liberian, is a um, French YouTuber who uploads informational videos. Kevin does not talk in his videos, instead prefer, uh, preferring music and text. He has stated the reason for his viewers would not be able to understand his French accent. Many of his videos surrounding uh, mysterious themes. Others are themed around space, aliens. Uh, they take around 100 hours to make. So happy birthday, hybrid. So that's all the birthdays for today. Uh, the next, we're going to move to the main segment of video sharing ketchup. And talk about what videos are uploaded today. I'm going to do this a little bit differently today. Though I'm going to try to condense this down just a smidget or two. I realize that I spent, I spend a, a little bit 
too much time on this segment because I started to realize when I like went back and listened to my podcast and kind of seen the flaws and the perks with it. And uh, I realized that one of the flaws is, is this segment takes up a little bit too much time. So I'm going to try to condense this down just a little bit without trying to shrink it too much. So we got, uh, the first one we're going to talk about is, um, if I can get the video pulled up here, uh, we got Joshi Omegle for Celebrities. And then we got Gamer Girl. Um, you know who Gamer Girl is. She is Karina, one half of Sis versus Real. Uh, Ronald blows up the plane. Um, now it's not the Ronald you're thinking. You're thinking it's Ronald OMG, her brother, but it's actually a different Ronald from the game. <laughs> but uh, you'll have to watch the video and find out what that's all about. Um, Alfmu, um, we played Minecraft uh, in difficulty Wolf mode. Uh, it's funny. We failed class in Roblox High School. The next one is Annoying Orange. Annoying Orange, the Chicken Nugget Challenge. Um, it's a pretty funny video. Um, and it's a little bit of a twist instead of eating the chicken nuggets and trying to, if you don't know what the chicken nugget challenge is, it's like essentially where you eat the chicken nugget and you have to figure out what uh, fast food restaurant it comes from. But since it's Annoying Orange video, you know there's going to be a twist to it. Um, they did it where they actually interview the chicken nuggets and they um, they try to figure out where the fa what fast food restaurant they come from. Okay then, who's first? I am. Chicken nugget number one is from Burger King. Okay, I think I know this one. Already? We haven't even asked him any questions. What the heck? I'm just gonna go for it. Burger King. Wow, nice going, sis. How'd you know so fast? I used my powers of deduction, Orange. When he stepped forward, he said, I am, which made me think of my buddy Yam, who's a professional giraffe juggler in Orlando. Is she going anywhere with this? Now, the word Orlando begins and ends with the letter O, just like the word Oreo. Oreos are cookies, cookies are what cookie monsters eat, and in Sesame Street episode 4075, Cookie Monster dressed up like a king. Boom, Burger King. Whoa, you're so smart. So that's the annoying orange, uh, the chicken nugget challenge. Uh, the next is life with brothers, is giant versus tiny food challenge. Hey, is he ready? Blindfolds down for round two. One round. Okay, Mary, do you want to keep or switch? Um, keep. All right. One, two, three. Ah, oh, mac and cheese. I got a giant bowl of mac and cheese. Got a tiny bowl. Aww. I'll take it. It's so good. I wish I got the big one. I wish you got the big one too. Look at this, guys. Mm, you and Junior could finish that whole thing. Okay, round three. Blindfold's down, and it's my turn. Okay, is he keep or switch? I'm gonna switch. <laughs> Two, three. Ah! I got a giant cucumber. I got a tiny cucumber. I got a tiny cucumber. I don't really like cucumbers. I like cucumbers. Mm -hmm. They're really good. Uh, this one's pretty funny. There's one part where they have like an over the top like giant uh, slice of pizza and then the other one is just like so tiny. Some of the tiny ones actually weren't really all that tiny necessarily and then some of the big ones weren't 
uh, I didn't think they were that enormous. But then there were some of them, like I said, they were just so opposite on big and how big they were versus how tiny they were. So that's Life with Brothers Giant uh, versus Tiny Food Challenge. Uh, we got Dennis, Minecraft Time, uh, doing uh, episode 13, uh, Invisiboy versus Ocean Temple. We got Daz Games, uh, My Daughter Makes Me Play Roblox. Um, if you don't know, Daz has actually never played Roblox before. Um, he's always shunned the game because he thought it looked like it was either for kids or looked like it was boring, uh, just not his cup of tea. But she finally convinces him to play it, and in this video he plays a few Roblox games for the very first time. And it's hilarious to watch because it's not too often you get to see Daz in uh, dad mode. Uh, he's usually, he's always kind of known as like the cool dad. He seems to know kind of a lot about the internet because, you know, he's a part of it. But when it comes, so this is the one of those rare times where you actually get to see where his daughter's trying to explain something to him and he just doesn't get it at all. He goes full on dad in this video and it is absolutely hilarious. We don't ask about that. We don't ask about that yet, okay? What we do is... Sarah, you said we're playing Roblox, not... Is that you? Sarah, why do we look like we're in My Chemical Romance? <laughs> Is that my expression? <laughs> Why do I look like I need to be sprayed with mace? Sarah is going ooh. <laughs> That's a death sound. I'm worried. Oh my god. Why is it making that sound when I touch it? Guys, guys, he's new. Ooh, ooh. Oh my god. Ooh, ooh. Who decided that? Okay, that's you. You're the half pirate, half. Homeless person, right? <laughs> Fudge. Ow. Okay. So right, is this okay. it then? We're just all in here with massive shoulders and we just right, talk. So there's a dog. There's TikToks. Wait, they're not okay. I should find it. I found oh! it. I it. All right. Why? Why <laughs> is that? What is that? What is that? Sarah, come uh, on. Objective: locate the basement. Um. I'm not going to a basement. There's a tree. On, there's a note on it. There's a tree on the note. Note on the tree. Why is the tree glowing and singing? Oh, beautiful. But what would a secure be doing a tree doing doing? Sarah, what? Who is that woman? Who is yeah, here? That's one of the... Sarah, if this is a really bad horror, I want to know. I demand to know. It's, yeah, it's called the mimic, you... Oh, shit, you're grounded. So next we got uh, Tom Sky doing 27, excuse almost so 25, 27 super good impressions. This is like a quick, a quick fire video where he's just doing these really silly things. Um, acting, he's just acting, Tom's just acting goofy in that video. Um, we, at, um, what's the next one? Smosh, every Baskin Robbins ever. Uh, very popular series, every blank ever. So this is the every Baskin Robbins ever. I think Smosh has been kind of on a kick here lately with their whole little uh, f fast food slash food place restaurant places, you know. And um, it's uh, been interesting to watch some of those. We got the React channel. Uh, teens uh, react to mythical chef Josh. If you don't know who Josh is, he's from the Mythical Crew. Um, on you know Rhett and Link, a Good Mythical Morning channel, and all that good, all that good jazz, and uh, he's one of the cooks on there. Uh, we got Markiplier doing X-ray abuse. He's playing uh, Papers Please, uh, and it's the number, f it's the fourth video of the series. Um, we got Rent Rents Kyle. I 
believe I'm pronouncing the first part uh, testing viral TikToks, uh, TikTok gadgets. This video is interesting because in one of these segments, they do something called a, I think it was called a one touch can opener, where essentially you just kind of place it on top of the can and you, all you got to do is touch the top of it and it just spins around automatically and opens it. And it, the thing costs like, I think it said on there, it costs almost $150, I think. If I remember the price correctly, like I said, they spurted off a lot of different prices in the video. And I'm sitting there thinking, have they never heard of an electric can opener before? Because <laughs> that's what that looked like to me. And I was like, I've bought an electric can opener at Walmart for like 50 bucks before. I'm like, and it worked perfectly fine. You just put the can up there and then you lower the lever down and it latches onto the can and opens it for you. It literally takes like a few seconds, but that's pretty much what this thing looked like. They were just like so amazed by it. They were like, oh, that's so cool. It's futuristic. I'm like, it's an electric can opener. <laughs> I'm like, have they never heard of that before? <laughs> and that's really expensive for a simple little electric can opener. And it looked hard to use too. Oh, we got uh, Shirley uh, Curry, you know, grandma doing Skyrim. She's uh, Rockman the Dragonborn. Um, uh, Sun. The next one is Sunday uh, Stickman Imposter mod in Among Us. Uh, then the next one is uh, Good Mythical Morning Alternate Universe Snacks Taste Test. Um, then we got WatchMojo.com, the top 10 most shameless horror movie ripoffs. Uh, this one's pretty interesting, too. There was one I didn't even know existed on the... I'm a big Friday the 13th movie series fan, and there was apparently there's a movie called uh, Bloody... Um, what was it called? Um, Bloody Camp, I think is what it was called. And it's like a group of teenagers, they go out to a camp, and it was just like, this guy or is killing, running around with a hockey mask on, like a crappy looking one, but it's still a hockey mask, killing all these people, and I'm like, wow. I was like, could they be any more obvious? Uh, we uh, The next one uh, is, if I can find it. Oh, Wasabi, My Stinkiest Girlfriend Ever, Hawaii Part 3. It's a little vlog where he's uh, in Hawaii. And then we got um, uh, we got Wisp doing Minecraft, but crafting is OP. I haven't seen the video yet, but I uh, it sounds funny. We got Andre uh, Antunes. Uh, you, I've talked about him last Friday or Thursday. I can't remember which one. Um, BitConnect ceremony, uh, goes metal. He takes this like this. It was like a, um, an announcing ceremony, I guess you could say, where they were talking about some kind of product. I can't remember what it was, but, and he dubs over it with his metal meme thing that he does, which is hilarious. Um, we got... Uh, Ollie A, he on his more Ollie A channel, he um, uploads a video of my fans' best plus worst gaming setups. Uh, his all his fans submitted like I guess they emailed him or whatever pictures of their gaming setups and they let him rank them. So he this whole video is him ranking all these all his fans' uh, 
gaming setups, what he considers. I don't know how you rank something like that, because to me, I think a gaming setup seems to be personalized. Some people like different things. Some people like it set up like that. Because I've seen some people, like, they believe in having a big, you know, monitor or a big computer screen. I'm not like that. I hate I hate playing video games on a huge monitor or using a computer on a huge monitor. I like my moderately kind of, not like tiny, but just like a little bit above the... Um, small stage like not quite medium but not quite small either kind of somewhere in between like i guess a, a 19 between a 19 and 22 inch is like perfect size for me because when i'm playing video games i'm usually close to the screen and so i don't need it to be ginormous and so that's just me though but i know some people they like their screens big and so but it it it, it in my defense, I did grow up playing a lot of um, video games like on Game Boy and stuff like that. So I'm kind of used to tiny screens. And uh, so that could be part of the reason too. Uh, the next we got Ronald OMG uh, playing Apex Arenas mode. Um, and then last, the last video we're going to talk about is Skeleton Slasher. Total Roblox Island uh, back from below episode 9, No Rest for the Wicked. Um, that's his recent video. He's, if you don't know who Skeleton Slasher is, he does like, he's most known for his, um, Roblox and real life videos where he, he is essentially like, he started as like a really young kid. He's like a teenager now, but, uh, he started his channel when he was like a really young kid and he would play, he would open up these Roblox toys and, and um, he started playing with them and uh, playing out these little scenarios and stuff. Well, some of the videos started getting kind of popular, and then he started this series called Roblox in Real Life where he decided to, like, what if he took these toys and pretended like they were in the Roblox game? And um, so he did it. You would have to kind of watch one to get what I'm talking about. But And um, so that's what he did. He played it out like he was actually playing the game. And uh, this, these, some of these videos he did went completely viral, and that's what caused his channel to blow up. He, I think he has like almost half a million, or I think it's 400. Let me just look at his channel right now. He's, well, it's 326K, so he's getting pretty close to uh, 400K now. So that's pretty popular. Um, his videos don't get quite as many views anymore, though, because he doesn't upload the Roblox in real life quite as often as he used to. Every once in a while, he'll come out with a new one. But if he did those more often, he, though his video channel would probably get more views. But he doesn't want to just do that all the time. He wants to try to grow his channel up a little bit, which is totally understandable. But he also does this series called Total Roblox Island, which is sort of like a parody of Survivor where he takes Roblox toys and he plays it out like they're on some kind of Survivor type show. But he puts all these weird twists and goofy stuff in there. And um, he's also really well known for when he well when he was a kid anyway. He was really when he was really young. He was able to mimic the oof sound from uh, Roblox when you would die or get hurt or whatever. And um, and he did it so well that a lot of people really thought that was funny. And I might even play a little audio to compare the two. Like here's. Here's a skeleton. His real name is Colin, but here here is Skeleton Slasher's um, oof. Ooh. And then here's the real oof. Ooh. So, yeah, they sound pretty similar. But like I said, he's older now. I don't think he can do that sound quite as well as he used to. Um, um, but, yeah, that's the last of 
video on video sharing ketchup. So now we got to move on to the next segment, which is live stream interruption. Um, I am pleased to announce that I finally did create an account for um, Twitch so I can actually start following some of these um, Twitch channels now and actually give a little bit more insight to what's going on. Unfortunately, though, the only people who are live right now are Insaniac. Uh, it's a music channel where he plays, he's like a DJ and he plays music. Uh, right now he's Artsy Livestream Encore. And then I follow Hungry, which uh, is just 24-7 food shows just being looped 24-7, a bunch of cooking shows. But I do follow others too. They're just not live streaming right now. I have JS uh, or J Smooth HD, uh, Old Bear. I'm a Squid Kid, which I can click on some of these so you can kind of hear what they do. Um, J Smooth, he plays, uh, I think he plays mostly uh, Call of Duty, I believe, but he has played it. Uh, other videos as, or other games as well. He's a gaming channel, essentially. But he mostly plays uh, Call of Duty, but he uh, I think he plays other games from time, some time, too. He he seemed really funny, and I liked, liked what he was doing, but I will admit I didn't watch, like, tons of time on his live stream because I didn't have all the time in the world to just spend, like, an hour on each live stream. I had to kind of just scan through and figure out kind of which ones. The next one, we got Old Bear. Um... It's a guy, he likes to play Roblox a lot, so he mostly plays Roblox. And like I said, he does archive his live streams, so you can come on here on his videos and uh, and watch them if you want. So, And then we got I'm a Squid Kid. He mostly plays uh, Roblox as well, I believe. Um, yeah, So, and he also archives uh, most of his videos, so you can come on here and watch him if you don't catch the live stream. You can always watch it on here. So, and then we got um, Koala. Um, he plays right now. He I think he plays like a little bit of everything, but right now he's been mostly playing Among Us, which caught my attention because I'm a huge Among Us fan. I don't know what, it, but I think he has played like Roblox a few times and stuff like that. But um, mm. but right now he's like kind of on an Among Us kick, and um, I. I've started to notice that I used to love to play Among Us, but I don't catch myself playing the game quite as often anymore. I'm more into, I love to watch other people play for some reason. I don't know why. It's one of those games. It's kind of like how some people, they don't want to play Minecraft. They'd rather watch other people play. And that's kind of how it is with me and Among Us. Like, it's almost kind of more fun to just watch other people play than actually play myself. And then we got uh, Tina Kitchen. She mostly plays... Uh, I think she plays League of Legends most, but it does look like I think she may play various others. Like it looks over here, she was playing Uno. I think she's just kind of a any any game kind of person. She'll just play whatever's kind of in <coughs> in and popular and fun for her to play because uh, she's got Among Us on here and all kinds of stuff. But she does archive some of her lives, so you can also check out her uh, streams and stuff. She's pretty popular. She gets quite a few views. Um, uh, yeah. So let's see, we got two more on here, mostly gamers, but I did have a few, couple others. Like I said, I had the Hungry channel and then the Insomniac Music channel. I think there's one other on here that's not a gaming channel. But um, uh, this one, he plays mostly Roblox. So he's a Roblox um, um, 
abduct and that's what was it abduct absunction 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 I keep wanting to say abduction, but that's not what it is. <laughs> and then we got It's Timmy, spelled with two I's and a Z. It's Timmy. Um, and he mostly plays uh, Aphex Legends, but I think he does play other video games from time to time. Let's see. I think it's a lot of Aphex Legends. <laughs> uh, it looks like he does have one... Um, Volorant uh, rant, Volo rant video on here as well. So, but yeah, he's definitely a big uh, Aphex fan. So that's some of the people I've been following, and I'm slow. I'm gonna work on it and try to get some more on there and uh, talk a little bit more about what they've been playing and what's going on live because I'm still learning my way around Twitch. Like I've used Twitch many times before, but I will admit it's always like it always seems like when I get on Twitch, it's like I get on there and then I'll watch like one stream for like a couple of hours and then one after a couple of hours I'm done with it and I get back off and I there's like so many other streamers on here and other things going on that I'm like I'm missing out on because because of the way I do that because of the way I watch streams so it's just it kind of um so but I will breeze over real quick who's been um who's other people that have been on here and like I said as time goes by I'll try to follow some more people but in the game world we got um some people that are um streaming right now are felicia day the guidelines to play demos and then we got street uh capcom fighters playing street fighter 5 and then we got counter strike or l uh scgo playing counter strike global And then we got Hearthstone playing BG's Ladder League. Uh, yeah. And let's look at some of the uh, other type things. Let's kind of click on the... I'm in kind of an art mood, so let's click on the art segment. We got Sharp Balloons, Bloom Request Live. So she's live streaming right now. We got uh, Kai... Rule Chan, Kai Rule Chan. Um, looks like drawing some anime characters. Uh, we got Sam Peterson art, fantasy illustration. Looks like they're drawing some. He's drawn some fantasy uh, landscapes and stuff like that. And then let's do one more. We got Steve Sketches doing chill doodles. Uh, start your week. Uh, what is the Skyrim or something that he's drawing? I gotta check this out, or it's just just fantasy stuff in general, I guess. Um, that's what it looks like—just kind of fantasy pictures. So, a lot of fantasy type stuff. That's pretty cool. So that's live stream interruption. So let's move on to our. Um, oh, forgot to take out of that. Our next seg uh, next segment, which is shorty clips, and uh, of course we all know what this is about. It's about TikTok. And uh, let's get started. So we got um, got Leah Carrick. 
doing um, celebrate. It looks like she's doing. Uh, I look so busted after surgery. I guess she got lip surgery, and her lip is extremely swollen. Driving six hours to the hospital to get a COVID test. Why would you drive six hours to? A, do you not have one near your house? A place where they can. Jeez, Louise, that lip is really, really swollen. Four days until lip reduction. Three days until lip reduction surgery. So she's counting down and driving six hours to the hospital to get a COVID test. So two days until lip reduction surgery. Tomorrow, okay, so let's see what it looks like. Today, okay, and... Oh, is she not going to show it? Oh, no. Jeez, man. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. For some reason, I couldn't stop watching that. I don't know why. Uh, we got... Let's move on to another one. We got... a. Uh, Feast 24-7, unicorn cotton candy, somebody getting a haircut. So it's a cotton candy store where they make all kinds of crazy cotton candy. That's kind of cool looking. Um, we got Pubity, Bitty, Bitty, Pubity. This is a world I want to live in. Um, people rollerblade instead of walk. That's the world he wants to live in if people rollerbladed instead of walked. Okay. So he's vacuuming around his house and rollerblades and he's doing all kinds. He's trying to rollerblade on a treadmill. Okay. Um, we got ship shafter. Uh, AA underscore AA underscore underscore underscore. Today I found out I'm 4.5 out of 10. Uh, we got Lou Flores, DIY Clam Vanity Organizer. Vanity Organizer. Oh, Vanity, yeah. Oh, that is kind of cool, though. Yeah, he went to the Dollar Tree and bought these. Dollar Tree has a lot of those really cool items that look really nice, even though it's just plastic or, like, crap, really. But it, you can, like, do stuff with it to make it look nicer. I know my mom used to do crap like that when I was a kid, and that's essentially what he's doing. Going to the Dollar Tree, he's buying like these kind of nice looking plates and he decorates them to make them look even nicer. And uh, so it's pretty cool, yeah. And like I said, buy all that stuff for probably did all that for like a few bucks. So, and then we got, let's see, my favorite, probably my favorite TikTok person, whatever you call TikTokers, I don't know. Uh, is I still don't know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> It's Gabby uh, dot lame. He's uh, making fun of someone that's. Uh, it's like instead of washing with a sponge, just break the plate and throw it away. And he's like, um, or you could use uh, dish soap, a sponge, and actually wash the plate. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know. People on TikTok are weird. So 
They have such weird suggestions for stuff. Just break the plate. I, I have been guilty of throwing away dishes before, though, because they were just, food was just too caked on on there before. Like, I made something that maybe was really sticky, and it got stuck in there. instead of And so I was too lazy to wash it. I was just like, you know what? This pot was only like a few dollars or whatever it was. I was like, so I'm throwing it away. <laughs> And so I have been guilty. I don't do that all the time, but I have been guilty of doing that before in the past. Like there was the one time I literally threw an entire pot in the trash and took it out before because I was too lazy to wash it, which is really bad, I know. And uh, I, uh, I, I'm not, it depends on, like when I was younger, I was bigger on like making sure at my house or wherever I was living, apartment or house or whatever, was really clean. But um, I've just, here lately, it's just the last few years, I clean everything, like, just good enough to where it's not, like, really bad. Like, I'm not, I don't have one of those houses where, well, I live in an apartment, but I don't have one of those places that, like, you have to, like, kick trash bags out of the way or anything to walk through. It's not that bad. But, like, I, if you walk really thoroughly through my apartment, you could tell that I'm, like, I'm a little lazy when it comes to cleaning. And that becomes more, like I said, more and more apparent as you walk through my house and uh and stuff and um it's kind of funny um like I said but it used to not be like that with me I used to be much more of a I wouldn't say clean freak or OCD or anything like that I was never that bad but like I used to be like my big two biggest things were bathrooms and kitchens I used to could not stand a dirty kitchen and could not stand a dirty bathroom those two places had to be clean like the dusting and stuff all over the floor like if there was I'm not talking about trash. I'm talking about just like stuff. Like if you have a lot of clutter, like maybe you have boxes sitting around or like, uh, or if you have kids or something in your house and maybe there's toys on the floor or you have stuff sitting on the floor, um, that I could push, push back and I would be okay with like, or like if your laundry gets piled up or something like I'd be okay with that. That didn't bother me, but like I couldn't stay in a dirty kitchen and I couldn't stay in a dirty bathroom. But now I'm just like, I'm one of those people that just kind of wipe everything down real quick real quick when I'm done cooking or something like I'll cook something and I'll I'll just do a quick wipe down on the counters and the stove or whatever and I'll just barely like sweep the floor and that's like about as good as I do I'm really bad about like I said but it used to not be like that I'd be in the kitchen like once every weekend like doing a really thorough cleaning in there I'd be cleaning I'd be moving the stove and I'm wiping the counters you know behind everything and I'm you know, I've get every single dish in the house clean and it's just it's not like that with me anymore. Like I said, I've definitely gotten lazier over the years. And uh but I I do have a line to draw, like I said, I don't let things get too out of hand, but but um part of the reason I think is because no one hardly ever comes over here anymore. I guess I always used to live in a place where sometimes you get surprise visitors or uh, every once in a while someone might come over or something like that and so I just I didn't want to have to always clean the house at the last minute so I would just kind of stay on top of that stuff that's the way when people came over it, I didn't I just would t- I could just lightly tidy up a little bit and it'd be done and um but now it's like no one ever comes over so when if people ever surprise visit me now I'll be like well come on in I apologize for the mess and they're like oh that's fine that's fine <laughs> but yeah I've I've really gotten lazier over the years with stuff like that um, so like I said, I have gotten, I have been guilty of throwing away dishes before and, um, I'm not proud of it, but, um, sometimes you're just tired, you know, some, sometimes you are just tired.
But um, I'm going to take a moment to give my uh, YouTube channel a shout out because I always do. Uh, it's Kevin. If you like this podcast, go ahead and follow it and uh, like it and everything, all that good jazz. But also check out my YouTube channel. The link will be in the description below. And um, yeah, and uh, make sure to. Uh, uh, check that out. It's just Kevin Emery. I do challenges and, uh, you know, DIY stuff. And, uh, sometimes I'll do some skits and throw some of that stuff in there. It's, um, so just check it out and, um, see if you like it or not. And, um, this is internet exposition. I'm Kevin Emery and I'm out.